Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impacts of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dacuid Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. testimony in store for you so I want you to put your hands together to encourage our sister Rochelle amen amen hi um I just want to wow thank you um I just want to share my testimony with you all um and I want to thank God um all the glory and honor goes to him for the testimony that I am about to share um so my testimony begins um I I want to say about a year and a half ago um I have been in my current job after having um, a job before as a press and communications officer for a think tank. That job was really, really good, but um, I, I had a lot of trouble with my CEO who thought that it was weird that I was a young Christian. So I ended up leaving that job because she was very vocal. Um, they were all atheists in the office. It was quite a difficult work environment. So um, I left that job and the following week I got a job with my current role now. And I've been in um, that post for about a year and a half now and um an internal opportunity for a promotion came up and uh, and um I wasn't I was wanting to go for it but you know I was a little bit sort of tentative a bit shy and I actually spoke to Bishop to um LP Marcella to Jean and to LP Nana and um in across the yeah I know guys in a multitude of counsellors in a multitude of counsellors there is safety so I thought about it and I spoke to my mum as well obviously my mum is also a wonderful woman of God and a counsellor as well and um, across the sort of span of people I was just encouraged to sort of go for it I was encouraged to believe in God but still I was like Ugh. and um, I also um, at that time was, was listening to a message um, by Bishop Dacuid Mills um, and um, he was just prophesying so many blessings over the young children of the house he was just saying that you will be blessed you'll be successful you'll be chosen for a good thing and um, that week I just held on to those prophecies as well um, as the prophecies that um, Bishop Richard also says that it's our season of effortless, effortlessness and it's also um, our season of greatness according to Bishop Dag as well so I just went into the interview and I was really quite nervous but I was also confident equipped with the blessings and the prophecies and the advice that I'd been given which was all a blessing in combinations so um, I went into the interview and I was just like, oh, Jesus. I was praying in tongues when they had their back turned. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I was, I was quite stressed. But um, as I just held on to that, I, I went into it and I you know, did the interview. And within two days, my CEO actually got back to me and she said to me that she was so impressed with how I interviewed that she wanted to personally mentor me. Um, I got the promotion by the grace as well. 
which is also wonderful. So um, it's more pay, um, more flexible hours. Yeah, more pay. It's also important, guys. So <laughs> more pay, um, more pay, um, more flexibility. So I get an extra working um, from home day, which I'm planning to use on Thursday so I can go in outreach and then go to campus church. So I'm planning to do that, but also do the work and then afterwards in my break go, but be on campus and base myself there. And um, I hope no one's listening to this from my workplace as well. <laughs> It'll be a little bit tricky, but yeah, I'm planning to do that um, as well. And it's just been, um, <laughs> it's just been um, a, a massive blessing. I just want to encourage you guys to actually um, hold on to the blessings and to the prophecies that are spoken in this church because you are part of a fantastic church and you are part of a blessed family. And um, you can actually do anything you want. I mean, obviously, Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. But you can do all those things on top of that with the prophecies that you hold by your spiritual fathers. So I'm just, I just want to encourage you guys, listen to the messages, stick around. You're in a very, very, very blessed church and season of effortlessness. It's here, guys. So. Amen. Amen. May you also receive a promotion. May more money come to you. Receive more money. Amen. Father, we thank you for these offerings in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we have a lot more in store for you. In fact, in fact, you're blessed to come to church today. Tell your neighbor, you're so blessed to be here. Okay, well, we have some, some very sweet singing for you today. I think you should prepare your ears. Just rub the back of your ears because something sweet is about to enter them. Are you ready? Clap your hands and welcome our sister Maria. Crowd, it seemed I'd made it. 
Inside my heart was breaking My mountain seemed too high to climb But he was with me all the time I know someone who's there On him you can cast your burden To him you can give your care Cause he's more than a friend He's a true friend That will love you at all times More than a friend Jesus is more than a friend He's a real friend Sticks closer than a brother More than a friend How can I repay you For what you've done I never could I never would, cause you're the only one for me. Keep on clapping your hands. Are you excited? Then I want you to continue to clap and welcome the Milky Way Stars. Another one to show now, uh, here you go, what you say now, uh, I really wanna know your way now, uh, I wanna know you better in the way, uh, I wanna know you better day by day, uh, here we go now, put your hands together like this, here I stand before you, your glory is here and it fills this place, and I'm, I'm willing to Another level, come on, say. I wanna know your way, so I can please you each and every day. 
Better than the day you did, I know when I met you. Never gonna let you catch me sleeping on a job. I don't care who you think you are, because you're not my guy. But to know ya, to more than love ya, because you're real, yeah, I can feel ya. Everything I am and all I know, I count it all as done, yeah, for real. Everything I retain, all I Something like this, say I wanna know your ways So I can please you each and every day Yeah, 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 yeah If I found favor in your sight Teach me, your way, your way, your way. Hey, Listen, I've got to know you your Of your resurrection, resurrection. And as you suffer, as you suffer hey, I've got to know you
Wow. Did you enjoy that singing? Did you enjoy that singing? Did you enjoy all of the singers? Me too. I really enjoyed it. Well, I actually have some more singing in store for you. Would you like to hear some more singing? Please, I want you to clap your hands and shout for joy and welcome our sister, Marcella. That a man cannot change by his own power He's been sinning and lying Cheating and stealing It's his nature It's the sinful flesh It's the flesh at work Greater love has no man to lay down his life for us God's love has to deal, has to deal with it God's love is not just an emotion God's love has to deal, has to deal with it Who can be saved and be changed without God's love You must understand that all men have sinned and fallen short And the wages of sin Is to die cause of sin And go to hell What can be done? Is there any hope? God so loved the world That he gave his own life deal with it. God's love is not just an emotion. God's love has to deal, has to deal with it. Who can be saved and be changed without God's love? By doing good works We've been trying hard with human effort But good works cannot save our soul God's love has to deal, has to deal with it God's love is not just an emotion Saved and be changed without God God's love has to deal, has to deal with it God's love is not just an emotion God's love has to deal, has to deal with it Who can be saved and who can be changed God's love has to 
So will you overcome all the tests and trials? Will you lay aside all the sin and wait? I want to see you there in that beautiful mansion, a mansion built for you. By your Lord and King, you must wear your crown, overcome temptation, and you will wear a crown, a crown forevermore. The winner takes the crown. Those who overcome. Walk the streets of God in glory, victory. So will you overcome all the tests and trials? Will you lay aside all the sin and wait? The winner takes the Are you still in the house? Well, I don't know if you're as excited as I am, but our pastor is back in the house. Our pastor is back in town. I want you to stand to your feet, clap your hands, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, and welcome Bishop Richard Ayi. Hallelujah. Give Jesus a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Well, let us pray. Father, we want to thank you for this afternoon. We are so grateful every time you bring us together, Lord. Speak to us once again. Teach us, direct us. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit that will direct us this afternoon, Lord. Thank you for the blessing of preaching your word. And the blessing of hearing your word, Lord. Thank you for the light of your word, Lord. That shall bring direction and hope and strength to us. I give you thanks. And I give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Say a better amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now say your best amen. Amen. God bless you. You are blessed because you came. Take your seats. Hallelujah. Wow.
It's a blessing to be back. Um, we were in Latvia for Catch the Anointing Conference. And um, God was with us. And then from there we went to Italy for a camp with Bishop. Uh, the theme of the camp was no city is too strong for you. It was a powerful camp. And um, I hope you started listening to it already. And then in the past week, we were in Birmingham for another powerful camp with the Mustard Seed Chapel International. That's why you are not allowed to come. Even though some of you broke through uh, by force. Some of you forced, as it were, to be there. But um, the theme of that camp was the islands shall wait for you. So the islands are waiting for you. I said the islands are waiting for you. Hallelujah. So even though you are not there, the message was for you. That the islands are waiting for you. How many of you are preparing to hit the islands with the gospel? Fantastic. They are waiting for you. And God has seen your hand. There will be a way for you to go. You'll be there. We'll visit you there. And they will bring your greetings to those who will be here and fellowshipping here. But you'll be there. Because the islands are waiting for you. Hallelujah. So, well, it's a pleasure to be back. It's a pleasure to be with you again. Next time we are going, you'll come as well. Are you going to move with us next time we move? Okay, next time we'll tell you so that you can pack your bags and come and be happy. We want to continue sharing on the um, prayer mistakes. We're talking about prayer mistakes. Um, Prayer mistakes means that you want to know the right way to pray, isn't it? When, um, When you know the wrong way, then you know what the right one is, isn't it? When you are told what is wrong, then you know what is right. And when you are told what is right, then you know what is wrong. So as we're talking about prayer mistakes, it means that we're also learning on the correct way of praying and things to avoid. Things to avoid means things to do. Is that, is that clear enough? Okay, so um, I think the last time we met, we went through a couple of mistakes. What was the first mistake that we went through? The mistake of assuming you know how to pray. It's a dangerous thing to assume that you know something that you don't know. Hallelujah. Because if you knew how to pray, you would have 100% results by now. How many of you like to have 100% answered prayer? You shall have 100% answered prayer. So, uh, don't assume you know how to pray. Learn how to pray. And keep learning how to pray so that your prayer life gets better and better and better. Your prayer life shall get better. Okay. And the second thing is what? The mistake of hypocrisy. That's why you were trying to get depressed on me, isn't it? When we talk about hypocrisy. Are you overcoming hypocrisy? 
Hypocrisy is pretending. It's acting. Pretending to be something that you are not. You'll be tired. You'll be tired. And as we read from the scripture, you see how Jesus can take up hypocrites. He doesn't like hypocrites. So he says that when you are praying, instead of pretending like you are, because people pretend during prayer times a lot. How many of you have pretended during prayer times? Since you know that people do, it means that you must have also. You pretend at all nights, isn't it? Also, you see, instead of telling yourself that you have prayed from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m., meanwhile, you have slept for two hours and 45 minutes within that period, you've been, you've been struggling. First hour, you prayed for five minutes, then you slept. Then the alarm went off at 4 a.m. Then you woke up for five minutes. Then you slept. Then the alarm went off at the third hour. That is, that's 15 minutes of prayer. You see, get used to telling yourself the truth. It is better for you to say that you prayed from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Than to say I pray from three to six because that is when you are awake. Learn to tell yourself the truth. Learn. I mean, try, try, try to tell yourself who you are, what you are, what you have done, and what you haven't done. Try. Don't deceive yourself. You pray fifteen minutes, then say you pray for three hours. It's five for five minutes for each hour. The rest you are asleep. Totally asleep. Totally asleep. He's not saying you pray for it's better for you to say you've struggled for three hours. I've struggled. I've struggled for three hours. Like the disciples of Jesus, they struggled. When he goes to pray, when he comes, they are asleep. He goes, when he comes, they are asleep. He's struggling for three hours. They were not praying for three, they were struggling. But, see, but the hypocrites will tell themselves that they have prayed. We've prayed for three hours. You've prayed for 15 minutes. 15. 15. Out of the 15, two and a half, you were yawning. Yes. That's what, 13 and a half? Or oh, 11 and a half? 13 and a half. 12 and a half. 12 and a half. Yeah, 12 and a half. Don't pretend. Don't pretend to be something that you are not. Because spiritual things are real. You see, you say you're a spiritual giant. We'll put you on the field and on the front line where giants fight. So soon you discover that you're a dwarf. <laughs> it's like you're a small boy. Yeah, you're a small boy. So you, you, can't, you, can't, you can't deliver what is expected of you. Hypocrisy is one of the deadly evils that you have to flush out of your Christian life. Be very real. Be who you are. Be who you are in your prayer life, in your relationships, 
When we get to relationships, the sisters who are pretenders. They look so smooth. That's why when you see their makeup, they look so smooth. They look so nice. They look so perfect. I mean, but in, in any case, the, brother, the boys are still impressed. I don't know why they'd be here, but they, are, they still can't seem to imagine that beyond this powder, the powder on the face, beyond the powder is a certain type of person. Yeah. A lot of the things are not real. The hair is not real. One day, a certain sister went to church. And during the service, like, like as I said, the service, there was this other, are you listening to me? There was this other lady sitting I think behind her with her baby. Okay, since you know my story already, I'll tell you again. (laughs) The boys don't know the message. Should I finish my story? So I was at home when I got a WhatsApp message. The message said, Bishop. I said, What? He said, Bishop. I said, What is it? He said, Bishop. I said, What is it? He said, You won't believe. It. I said, Tell me. He said, You, he said, you are not going. To. I said, Tell me. He said, I went to the church. You won't believe what happened. He said, I said, Tell me. She said, Bishop. I said, Tell me. So she said, this lady's baby that was sitting behind her. In the middle of the service. Whilst everybody was awake. Not whilst men slept. Whilst everybody was awake and alert. Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Reach out. And remove the hair. And she said, today in particular, my hair was on break. And you know, the, 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 the more complex part is that she said, she said, it's not like the child took it and then she was able to get it back. It was, it was a struggle to get the hair to to get her hair back. <laughs> so that attracted more attention. So I asked her, listen, so I asked her, so what did you do? What will you do with your hair? How many of you will leave the service? You leave. <laughs> listen, listen. She said, I got my hair back. 
and I walked out of the service. <laughs> she, she just went home. She went home. She went home. So I told her that just, just come to first love. There are no babies here. There are no hair snatchers here. Took her hair and left. Do you believe it? It's difficult to believe. It happened to her practically on a Sunday morning. She was there with long flowing hair. And suddenly she went bald. <laughs> it's like the magician we just saw. <laughs> Because some of the sisters are really feeling for their person. <laughs> anyway, I tell this story. Brothers laugh and say, sisters, sisters are quiet. <laughs> the sisters wonder, what will I do? <laughs> so I'm saying that a lot of things that we see are not really it. We need to overcome pretending. We have to be ourselves. Especially when you're in a relationship. Be yourself. Because you will be tired of pretending. You can't act for a long time. You will be tired. You'll be tired. One day we'll discover who you are. And make sure he doesn't discover it after the wedding day. Because he will be so upset. What did he say? <laughs> yeah. He'll be so he'll be so confused. Wow. Sometimes you hear, you hear, you hear a lady say that he used to talk to me all the time. He used to be like this. He says he doesn't want to talk to me again. He says he doesn't have to because because he's discovered who you really are. Wow. If you are giving him the left leg in addition to the right leg. Then you would have experienced real love. But you only gave him the right leg. So throughout the relationship, you were hopping. You've been hopping all along. So as you have just one leg. You've been hopping. Give him both legs. So he will see what he has. But most have given right leg. It's only the ones with the experienced eyes that we can see that this guy, he's going to suffer. Yeah. No pepper and salt, pepper, raw pepper. It's not going to be easy at all. But when he knows there's salt and there's pepper, different types of peppers, he can prepare himself. He can buy buckets of ketchup (laughs) as he's coming to control the heat. A lot of people just give right leg. Right leg relationships with a lot of acting and pretending. Hey, it shall be well with you. Amen. So, what's the next one? What's the next mistake? 
The mistake of putting group prayers above individual prayers. Jesus recommended individual prayers. He said, when you pray, go into your closet. Then he said, shut the door. Shut the door. The people who can pray alone are people who really know about prayer. Yeah. People who can pray alone can pray by themselves. Can pray alone. When you can pray alone, then you really understand prayer and you can really pray. Jesus' recommendation of prayer was praying alone. Not group prayers. Not group prayers. But you can pray alone. Here you are alone. And you are praying. Father, thy will be done. That is, that, that's what Jesus recommended. But a lot of people prefer group prayers. Where everybody is there. Then we are praying. And shouting. And jumping. And doing all the gymnastics. But when we are alone, we can't pray. If you can't pray alone, then there's a problem. If you can pray with a group and you can't pray alone, then there's a problem. If you can pray with a group and you can pray very well alone, then you're on course. You have to pray alone because Jesus said, go into your closet. It's interesting how he said, and shut the door. And then pray to your father which is in secret. And your father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. You see, prayer, prayer is one of the things that really talks about a personal relationship. It's not a good thing. You know, your, 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 faith, your faith in God, Christianity, is, is, it's, not, it's not a good thing. It's very, it's very personal. And prayer is one of the things that helps you to know how strong that relationship is. I mean, a lot of people, if, if you want to see the pastor, you like to see the pastor alone, isn't it? You wouldn't like to see the pastor with your friends. I mean, everybody's around. You like to talk to the pastor alone. Even when you meet him alone, it's as though he's different. It's like he's, he's, like he's a different person that you are talking. It's like he, he has more time for you. He listens to you. He's more pleasant. He's, you know, it's like... You enjoy the person more when you're alone. It's the same with God. A lot of times, even like, like, like now, like now, this cannot be your Christian life. I mean, there's a lot of, not, not pretending, not like you are pretending, but you are, you are quite conscious of who is around you. Isn't it? You're very conscious of who is around. Even I mean, praise and worship time, you want to dance. You can't really dance because you are thinking, you know, who is looking, who is this? I mean, even, even the clothes you've worn. Some of you have changed your clothes about three times before you've arrived. As though God is, in, is interested in what you are wearing. I mean, it's been like a stressy morning just to find something that fits. But imagine if you're alone. Alone in his presence. Will you even think of what you're wearing? Even your wig will be lying somewhere. Yeah. Let me come to tell you, can't, you can't, we've never seen you dance before. But when you're alone and you feel like praising God, and you put on that music, I'm sure some of you can jump. You have moves. 
you will start your moves. But when you come to church, you're so conscious of everybody. Everybody. So you see, church is just a fraction of your relationship with God. A fraction, a fraction of it. A little minute fraction of your real relationship with God. And it's once a week. Really God like, like this on Sundays. That you can, you know. So this can be all that you know about God and all that you do with God. It can be. The best parts are when you're alone with him. Then you're alone with him. I'm very happy when I'm left alone at home. Very, very happy when everybody starts going one after the other. After the other, you see, I'll be, I'll be smiling. I'll be smiling. I'll be, when I'm alone in the house, it's one of my best times. But I am alone here. There's nobody here. I am alone. It's so nice to be alone. Hmm? So if you want to be alone, then you take your phone. Now you start. But it's, it's your chance to experience God. Where he seeth in secret. Where God is waiting for you. When you get, when you get God's attention, then you start bringing your friends in. I invited someone somewhere. When I invited this person, she went to invite her friend. I said, you're behaving like, uh, who invited Lot? Abraham. I said, you're behaving like Abraham. You've been called alone. You're, you're adding people. So now I was there. I was there. Instead of the friend also just coming quietly with her. Now her friend also started um, sending me a message. Can I also come? Also, I said, look, I said, look at them. You've been invited. Instead of coming quietly to enjoy, you are, you're going to call Lot. I mean, the friend is not Lot, but the behavior was like Lot. <laughs> People don't know how to appreciate. You don't know how to appreciate the chances you get and to value it. Any when a good thing is given to you, then you just devalue it. So it's like it's a party. We're all going. Found a good say, Lord, let's go. There's some land somewhere. Let's go and enjoy it. It was for everybody. You go for weddings, you're not invited for the reception. Have you not been for a wedding where you're not invited before? One day, One day. We, had, we had a wedding. And it was one of these weddings where the uh, reception is by invitation. So, obviously, most people were not invited. Just a small section. In a very plush, plush restaurant. Real plush. But before I, I went, I overheard one of the members saying to another member that we will go. <laughs> we will go. We will be there. Then I heard them talking, then they said, Is it the food? Those type of food they are going to serve them, we don't even like it. We will cook our own food and bring. No. I know you think I'm, I'm just saying something. 
I was there. I witnessed it. So Saturday came. We went for the wedding. Wedding was over. We drove to the reception. Beautiful place. I don't want to mention the country. If I saw I mention the country, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get messages tomorrow. But it was not in England. It was in Europe. <laughs> We're sitting there eating. Cutlery arranged. Different courses. Eating. What did we hear outside? No. Cluttering of pants, sauce pants. Speaking an African dialect. Hey! It was getting louder and louder outside. I went out to go and see the sauce pans they had brought. No, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. It was about this high. Not small sauce pans. This. They had cooked. They had cooked. There was boiled yam. <laughs> they had cooked and brought and carried not that they are having their own in the church hall they have carried it to the restaurant brought it there <laughs> they brought it fried fish I mean the, the smell of their food and the smell of the food that has been served. Oh, I mean, they brought it. It was there. So after a while, the groom, he couldn't help it anymore. He just asked the manager, he's like, can they come in? The manager, oh, why not? It's like, we should come. So there, <laughs> there's nowhere to keep them. So you have to bring it. So one person is carrying this. They brought it in. And they shared, they shared their food willingly with everybody. <laughs> Actually, I think that that wedding ended well because they brought joy. It's because this kind of invitation, few people uptight, there was tension and you can't relax. But when they brought the, their food, the freedom, the relaxation, the singing, I mean, they were singing. The, the man was the man was their their you know their person and then the lady was from another part of the world so they brought their their food and their songs for the groom is happy dancing with them in the room <laughs> but you see private things supposed to be nicer and deeper. Private things. Private. It's private. It's private. That's when you are with people that you are very close. You don't like others around. Isn't it? When you are beloved those and you don't want people around. When you are walking by lakes. I have lakeside stories I want to tell you but not now. Not now. We'll find another place and say it. What's the fourth thing? Do you know the fourth mistake? Did you have the fourth one? The fourth mistake is a mistake of asking for useless things 
which will not be answered. It sounds like there's a bit of an echo in the front here. Or some hollow. The mistake of asking for useless things. When you're praying, don't ask for... Perhaps maybe you should drop the volume a bit. Don't ask for useless things. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew 6 and verse 7. But when you pray, use not vain repetition. Vain is, vain is useless. Don't make vain requests. Vain repetitions. As the heathen do. For they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. Don't use vain. Don't, it's like useless, useless requests. You're praying that you're asking for things that you don't need. Remember we read, read in James that you ask amiss so that you consume it on your lusts. It's like the, the entire request is, is such a useless request. It's so wrong. When you're praying, don't ask for useless things, things that you don't need. Things that, things that God will never answer. I mean, you are, you are, you are a human being. Are there some things when people ask you, will you, even, will you even bother to respond? You don't even bother to respond. You go to say, oh God, oh God, give me an aeroplane. <laughs> even driver's license you don't have. <laughs> yeah. You have driver, you're asking God, I need an aeroplane. Even passport to travel you don't have. And you are asking for an aeroplane. I mean, where will you take it? Where will you take it? And then you have a misunderstanding of someone that, with someone that you are praying, God, kill the person. How can uh, all your sins, listen, listen, all your sins and your mistakes that have been forgiven in this world. If you had been killed, if that's how God kills, if that's how God eliminates people, is it because we, we have extreme reactions to things? Extreme. Not considering ourselves. Not considering ourselves. That what we are about to wipe someone out over, we have done the same and we have been forgiven. And you want someone to be uh, uh, eliminated. Don't ask useless things. The next, the next point is almost time to close. The next point is the mistake of using repeated statements or making repeated requests. Now I have to explain this one to you. Because the next the next mistake is the mistake of not using persistence. So we need to understand the difference between persistence and repetition. Now, repetition, repetition is, for example, as I'm preaching, repetition is if I keep saying, repetition is, as I'm preaching, repetition. So repetition for example, repetition, you know, when someone is repeating, I, I want you to explain to you repetition. So, repetition is, uh, do you understand what I'm saying? 
I want to talk to you about repetition. So, uh, hallelujah. Can I have a hallelujah? Hallelujah. hallelujah. Can somebody say amen? amen? So, repetition, like I was saying, repetition. This I didn't say hallelujah. Amen. 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 Can I have another amen? amen? So, I said repetition is when you see uh, somebody shout amen. amen. So, uh, I'm trying to explain to you about repetition. I'm repeating myself. I'm not saying anything. And it's becoming annoying. It's becoming annoying. But what I did earlier, the first three points I went through, like a recap, I did it two or three weeks ago. So the difference between persistence and repetition is the time. So whilst you are talking to the person in this particular prayer slot, in the particular prayer slot, you don't repeat yourself as though God is deaf. But in persistence, you go. Then you come again. Because you haven't received it yet. So you stay with that same prayer topic. But you don't re- keep repeating yourself. Give me a car. Give me a car. Give me a car. Give me a car. Since you started praying this morning. Give me a car. Give me a car. Lord, a car. A car. A car. Lord, a beloved. Lord, my hair. I want my hair to grow longer. Lord, longer hair. Longer hair. Longer hair. Longer hair. Lord, Lord, Lord. Lord. That's, that's, that's vain repetition. And people do that because they, they get emotional. And they feel the more emotional they are. And they stay there. Right? You see, it's even irritating. The other day we were at a camp. And Bishop passed by. Said hello to some people there. As soon as he walked off, there was this brother. There was this brother. He said, Bishop, that's me. I said, Bishop. So I said, what is it? Would you introduce me to him? I was in shock now. I, I suffered instant shock. Now, between this time that I've I started the story, and you are, you are, you've been laughing, he's been saying, please introduce me. Please introduce me. Please introduce me to him. Bishop, won't you introduce him to me? Bishop. And, and I'm in shock, and I'm just staring at him. He said, would you introduce me to him? I want you to introduce me to him. Oh, so, so, look, he was virtually in tears. So, would you introduce me to him? I want you to introduce me to him. I want you, I want, I want you to introduce him to him. Look, I'm not acting. I suppose I, I, felt, I felt he wasn't okay. Because I was torn between spiritual attraction and, and obsession and I mean, it's like, it's like, what is it? I mean, it's like, what, what is it? Because I also like anointing. <laughs> yeah, I also like anointing. I also like Bishop. I also enjoy his company. But I can't, I can't remember feeling like that. Would you introduce him to me? Please introduce him. Even if he had said, Bishop, he had said in the morning, after morning session, Bishop, would you please take me to? Uh, bishop to go introduce me to him. I said, okay, I'll find a good time. And then, afternoon session, he comes again. Bishop, um, is there, I'm just reminding you, is there a way? Is there a way? And then, the following day, he said, said Bishop, I'm around. Is there, is there a difference? There's a difference. But he was standing there. 
introducing to me? Bishop, would you introduce me to him? But he said, Bishop had left. Bishop, I'm really, would you please introduce me to him? I want you to introduce me to him. Please introduce me to him. Please. I, I, I want you to, Bishop, I want you to. So I said, I had to say, relax. I said, I said, you're being spooky. You're acting spooky. I said, relax. Relax. So what you're doing is, I mean, you're, you're, you're frightening. I said, you're frightening me. I'm getting scared. Relax. I feel there's a problem. There's a di- Can you see the difference? So don't use vain repetitions. Useless prayers. Repeating yourselves. Repeating yourself. Rather stay with, you need persistence. So that's, that's our next point, which is um, the mistake of not persisting in prayer. Rather persist in prayer. Persist. Persist. Persist in prayer. Never give up. Tell Satan that he'll be tired before you are tired. You have to announce that Satan, you will be tired before I am tired. You'll be tired. Persistence. Be, be, be stubborn in prayer. When it gets to a prayer topic and, and issue something that you want, be stubborn. You remember Elisha? Gilgal, Bethel, um, uh, what's his next stop? Jericho, Jordan. Every stop, Elijah turned to him and told him that, you know what? This trip is canceled. I'm going somewhere else. So go home. He said, as thy soul liveth. As thy soul liveth. And as my soul liveth. In other words, so long as both of us are alive. He said, I will never leave you. I will never leave you. That's how come Elisha ended up with double portion anointing. When you're talking about anointing, Elisha is the best example. He ended up with a double portion of anointing that is on someone's life. He was a hard follower. Hard. For spiritual things. He wasn't joking. He wasn't, he wasn't thrown off by challenges, difficulties. You know, you see, your thirst and your hunger determines how far you can go with spiritual things. As for spiritual things, it's directly related to your thirst and your hunger. How hungry are you? How thirsty are you? How much do you want this thing that is on this person? Some people are more, we are, we are more eager to marry than we are to be anointed. Just when you look, it's like, how desperate can you be to follow another human, to follow somebody like this for marriage? You must be desperate because the person will give all the negative side. I mean, every reason why you must not even live with a person like this. But you see, you see them. It is possible. That's when they, they even have more verses. With God, all things are possible. We shall overcome. It will work. It will work. It's going to work. Hey, we shall win. More than a conqueror. These are verses you need for prayer. For prayer. You need for prayer. You need for anointing. You need it for the things of the spirit. You need, you need, you need these prayers. Look, people hardly change you. Those of you who are organizing things for yourself in hope. That something will change. Look, let me tell you this Sunday morning, Palm Sunday. Forget it. 
rather tell yourself that I can live with it. But don't tell yourself it will change. Don't tell yourself I can, I can live with it. I mean, it's okay. It's okay. I can live with this. Uh, whatever his, his name is. It's better. Tell yourself I can live with it than, than say to yourself that it will change. People hardly ever change. People actually don't change. You have you changed? Even in the church, we've been preaching, we've been shouting, we've been screaming. You didn't change. The only change we've got is that you come to it every Sunday. By your essential nature, the phlegmatism never went. The depressive melancholy, it's still there. You're still like some great cloud. People, people don't change. People don't change. They become born again, but you're, you're, you're born again whatever package you have. That's who you are. That's you and that's what you are. Those who have hope. Somebody is going to be different because there's a wedding band on her finger. No. One day. My 72 year old neighbor. I was driving out of my house. I think he was distressed in his house. So he's been hovering around. To to let off some steam. As I got in front of his house. He just came out. Stopped me and put his head inside my car. <laughs> he started talking about his wife. Hey, 72. His wife is 70. He said, Richard, you are the man of the cloth. <laughs> Meaning that I'm a vicar. Do you understand these people? Do you understand them? These people, he will point, he will point, he will, point, he will point behind him, that's in his house, there's somebody there. Do, do you understand? I was sitting, because I'm, he's a grown up, so I was sitting in the car quietly, just watching him because I want to go where I'm going. Then he's talking. I said, do, do you understand them? He said, before, before, before I married her, she was all over me like a rash. Wow. Now, she's become the landlady. You see, because he's a grown-up, I couldn't advise him that he's, she's always been your landlady. You just couldn't tell. She's always, right from the word go, she was the one who was dictating the, she's the one who, she's the one who chose your wedding day. She was the one who organized the wedding. She was the one who, I mean, she's been, she's been leading you all these years. You couldn't tell. You couldn't tell. Dave, his final question was, what is it about that band? The wedding band. That when we put it on their finger, then they change. <laughs> All over him, like a rash. When he put the wedding band on, she became like a, like a, a spider in the corner, giving, <laughs> in, giving instructions. <laughs> he said, look at the time since I woke up. I've been sent out of the house to come and do the garden. 72. When I finish the garden, I've been given the next thing to do. I've been given a shopping list. 
And she said, and she's just there. She's just there, grumpy and moody. Look, all this while his head was in my car. <laughs> I could I could even tell that he's afraid that she will even hear what he's telling me. <laughs> Anything in the wedding band because we put it on your finger like that. I just couldn't see the things on my mind. So I want to tell you, no, it's not the band. The person has been like that already. You were having feelings, so you couldn't, you, you, you didn't want to believe and accept it. That the road ahead is going to be rough. She'll rock you out of your jeans. You think you're a magician, you're going to change somebody. The magician should tell you after searching that he was just acting. <laughs> There's no magic. Hmm? What are we talking about? Which prayer mistake? Persistence. Persistence, yeah. Stay. Stay. When it gets to prayer, when it gets to spiritual things, that energy that you spend rather on these things, just keep it on prayer. Ask God for things. Keep it. Keep your eyes on anointings, callings, open doors, open doors to serve God. Pray to Him. Pray to God. If you are an elder, pray for pray for your church to grow and persist, persist, persist. You should see me this morning praying for this service. Hey, I said no. I'm sure even my pillow is wondering that what is wrong with this man today. I said there are some people who don't even feel like it. Lord, Lord, move them, move them, move them. I'm sure some of you felt moved. You don't even know why you came. I'm telling you why you came. Hey. Some people that they are just there. Nothing is working. What do is not working? But they are just there. No, it cannot be like that. Persist in prayer. Don't sleep. Don't slumber over things you haven't seen in your Christian life. Don't switch off it. Don't switch off. Some of you have major callings and major ministries. God is just waiting for you. You can enter through those doors by prayer. It's by prayer that you can enter, that you will enter through those doors. It's by prayer. To become what God really has for you. It's by prayer. Don't be, blind, don't be blinded by these little needs. Little needs of marriage, job. They're, all, they're, all, they're, like, they're like toys. They're like toys. You know? One of the things you can't desire, you can't, you can't deny, is your desire. Your desire, when it is fulfilled, stops you in your tracks. Because you have no more desire. You can't do anything again. So you, always tell, you can always tell people's levels. 
at the junction, they stop serving God. You see, when they, get, when they cross a certain line, you see, the zeal is off. When you, when you analyze them, you say, they've got this. That's why. They've got a job. So it's like, I don't need God again. Got a job. I don't need God again. I'm married. I don't need God again. I have this. I don't need God. I only needed God for that. Be careful why you are following God. Look at it carefully. Paul, he says, he's, he told us, he told us. He said that I may apprehend that for which I was apprehended. He told us, he said, that I may win Christ. That I may win. In other words, till heaven. Till heaven. Till heaven, you can't stop me. Till heaven. Till I meet him and he says, good, well done, good and faithful servant. Well done. You don't want to shake my hand. Well done, good and faithful servant. <laughs> till that point. Till that point, I'm not giving up. Till he gets the handshake and he hears those words. Well done. He said, that I may win Christ. That I may win him. That's where I'm going. The, the trophy, the trophy, it's not FA Cup. It's not UEFA Cup. It's not the Masters. The trophy that Paul had his eyes on. It's called Christ. Christ. He was in church to win Christ. He was in church to win Christ. He was making his sacrifices, leaving things for the sake of that. All he wants to have is Christ. I don't know what you want to have. Paul wanted to have Christ. That they may have Christ. Even when he was praying for other people, you see his prayer topics. He would say, of whom I travail again till Christ be formed in them. Christ, like everything is Christ. I want to see Christ. I want to see them as Christians. They should become Christians. I don't want them as members. I don't want them as people who are around. I want them as Christians. People he has prayed for to be, to be saved. He said, I am, trav- I am in prayer again, persistent, till Christ be formed in them. You see some of our friends at Backslide? Prayer can change them. Yeah, prayer can change them. If only to enter your heart that their state depends on you. Their state depends on you. When salt has lost its taste, it's of no use. If Christians can pray, what is our use? What's our use for our brother and our sister? Instead of turning into a gossip and forming girls' thread, sisters in the spirit, to gossip on it endlessly. International gossip thread. Why don't you come off that thread and the stories you know about people let it be your prayer topic. People will change you. Lives will change. And stay at it. Stay at it. Stay, stay at it. Stay with some. Look. There are people that you can just take one person. It's not a two-month magic. Some of them it will take a couple of years. But as you pray, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised that you will see that person. Walking into church, coming back to the Lord, serving the Lord. You, I mean, you you'll be it, 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 it will it will amaze it will amaze you. It will amaze you. It will amaze you that there is power in prayer. Don't give up. Don't give up on people. 
Don't give up on things. And don't make useless prayers. As, as, as I'm talking, don't give up in prayer. Then you are thinking of that beloved that is somebody's, somebody's husband now. So, okay, Bishop said we shouldn't give up. I'm going to start. Name it, claim it, and take it. It's a useless prayer. It's a useless prayer. It's a useless prayer. How can you claim somebody's husband? Because of your secret crush. Or somebody's beloved. How can you claim somebody's beloved? See, this is this person's beloved. And then you've, the person's your prayer topic. Father, you know I am the one. Yes. We know you are the one. The one witch. You are the one. You shall never be a witch. Now, desires we have for people's beloveds, people's things, rather have it for souls. Be like, be like Paul. Be like Paul. To Christ be formed in them. Battle, but it's a, it's, a, it's a spiritual warfare. Battle till that soul returns to the Lord or becomes established in the kingdom. Established in the kingdom. Oh, if only someone was praying for that lost soul, the story would be different. Oh, the story would be different if someone was praying persistent in prayer. Persistent. Praying persistently. Staying with it. Staying with it. Staying with the prayer. People's lives will be different. So turning them into gossips. If they become prayer topics. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you going to be persistent in prayer? Hmm. Next one, next mistake. Do you have time for the next mistake? Yes. The next mistake is a mistake of not thanking God. When you are praying, always remember to say thank you to God. Thank him. Always thank God. Have a mind that makes you a grateful person. Always, always find a reason to say thank you. You see, when you don't say thank you, when you don't say thank you, you think, you think you deserve what you have. You think what you have is by your own might and by your own strength. When you don't say thank you, and that, that's what reflects in tithing and, off, and offerings. People think that, why should I tithe? Why should I give an offering? Because you, you feel and you think that it's by your own doing that you have the job. And you have the things that you have. As soon as you start thinking in a certain way, you will always be grateful for what you have. You will even thank God for the church that you have. The church that God has put you in. You'll be so grateful. You'll be so grateful. You'll not be, you'll not be throwing tantrums and saying that I'm leaving the church. I'm going. No, no. You'd rather be grateful that God God, I'm in London and I have a church where the Bible is read. When I go to the Bible is read. Every point has a verse. You start thanking God. Instead of criticizing. There's always something to criticize. There always is something to criticize. 
Criticism is not an unusual. I mean, nobody is perfect. Where is perfect? Have you seen a perfect place before? Or have you met a perfect person? There's always something to criticize. Don't waste your time on criticizing. Find reasons to be grateful. Find reasons to be grateful. Find reasons to tell God that, Lord, I thank you. We We should be able to meet you in the lift and just say, thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for Find a reason to say thank you all the time. Because I'll give you one powerful revelation on thanking God. Shall I give you a powerful? The scripture says that enter his courts with thanksgiving. The person who says thank you continuously, habitually, is the person who dwells in the presence of God. Thank you. Thank yous always opens a door into his presence. Enter his gates. As you approach, you approach God, the, the code, the password to enter the doors towards God is thank you. It's thank you, God. It's thank you, God. Not give me this, God. Give me that, God. Can I have this, God? Hey, God, do that. No. Thanksgiving. 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 Thanksgiving draws you closer to God. It gives you, it gives you a mind and a heart to appreciate God for who he is and for what he is. As you start saying thank you, you are getting closer to God. You are getting closer to him. Getting closer to him. It is a mistake not to say thank you. Never start your prayer time with, can I have this? Lord, you know I I need this. Lord, did you? No, start with thank yous. And throughout your day, always be thanking God. Always be thanking God. Be thanking God. There are a million things you can thank God for. A million things you can thank God for. Always thank him. Always thank him. Thank him for life. Thank him for faith that you have in him. Thank you that when others are backsliding, you are still believing. Yeah. Oh, you see someone has backslidden and you are there. You, you better say, Lord, I thank you. Because you are not better than the backslider. As the person is full of delusions and arguments and debates and, and ridden with sin. And I've added lies, lies. Instead of saying why they are backsliding, they, they, they found lies to cover up. And there you are, still loving God. Still standing in church giving a testimony. You have to thank God. You have to remember where you've come from. How far you've come. That now you'll be able to tell what I have is because of God. Wow. Wow. Why are you becoming quiet? Yeah. You really have to look and see. God has blessed me. God has helped me. God has looked after me. God has been kind to me. God has provided. I have life. I have salvation. I mean, your mind works correctly. You have salvation. You have salvation. You have salvation. You are saved. You are 
you are in in this in this day and age, 2017, in this side of the world, you are male. You still find a female attractive. And you don't want to thank God. I mean, you are a female. You're a female. You are still believing God for a male. Sometimes, even in error, that you even want somebody's beloved. It's a, it's a better problem. It's a better problem. No, 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 no. no. I, I mean, I, I will prefer that. That oh, this sister still has her eyes on somebody's beloved than for her to come and tell me that she's in love with Sheila. No, no, no. If there are two problems, I like that problem. That you still like men. I like that problem. It can be solved. Look, sometimes we underestimate Satan. But what we have is still greater than him. The scripture says that Satan, one of these definitions or descriptions of Satan is that he deceiveth the whole world. He deceiveth the whole world. You were only able to deceive your mother. And you're able to tell your father one lie and then you, you sneaked out of the house. He, Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. The whole world can be deceived. The fact that the whole world believes, approves, Presidents, prime ministers, ministers, intellectual, intellectuals, educators. I mean, the fact that they're high in society believe in something, doesn't make it right. Here, Satan, who deceiveth the whole world. Be grateful. Even, even if you become the minority of people who don't believe and accept something because of the scripture, because of what the Bible says, be grateful to God. Be grateful to God. Be grateful to God. Be grateful to God. I mean, at your age, you are in the faith. You are a miracle. I'm telling you, you are a miracle. God has really helped you. God has really helped you. God has really, I mean, he has really helped you. At your age, in uni, to believe in God, you speak in tongues. Come, fr- come Friday afternoon. The silence in the accommodations. Friday afternoon. Because everybody is resting. Then they start popping out. By nine o'clock. You see them. They start gathering at the main door. And they can't stand still. They have a way of adjusting shoes and they look very they look very clumsy in their black dress chewing gum giggling and laughing and then there you come with your straight dress coming to collect your pizza delivery to go back to your room 
As though, as though you don't know life. To what, go and watch podcasts. Whilst people like you are standing there. You are a miracle. I said you are a miracle. God's hands are upon you. What you are experiencing is God's hand. God's hand of preservation. God is preserving you. God is keeping you. He's keeping you. You're not losing out on anything. Understand because, because you can easily feel like I feel left out. This, this is what most people do. But most people can be deceived by Satan. Most can be. Most can be deceived by Satan. But when you see what majority are doing, you feel this is the right thing. It can be the craziest thing. It can be the craziest, the craziest thing. You have three more minutes for the last mistake. Are you going to be thankful to God? Are you going to enter his gates with thanksgiving? You want to visit God? The gates to his presence is with thank yous. So I start saying thank yous. You're approaching him. Thank yous. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Be able to analyze your life and see how blessed you are. See how blessed you are. It's like, it's like people were able to appreciate their parents. They think in a certain way. As soon as you stop thinking in that way, you become a rebel. I watched a, a movie once. There are some movies that I only remember one lines. <laughs> yeah. I only remember one line. I can't, I can't follow. I just remember one thing that this one said. I remember one of them. I, one of the one liners that I remember in the movie that I watched is when the man said to the son, because mommy was weak. But this one I want to tell you. There was a wicked man. Wicked. Wicked. And he was blind. And he was about to do something bad to this lady. And the lady was telling him that you can't do anything you want. Then he said, no. Once I don't believe in God, I can't do anything. Yeah. That's what he said. It's a line. That was the whole revelation. It helped me understand the world. He said, once I don't believe in God, I can do anything. If I believe in God, then I'll have restrictions. For the love of God constraineth us. We have, we have restrictions. Because we love God. Because we believe in God. Because we pursue his righteousness. He said, he said, he said, once I don't believe in God, I can do anything. People who don't believe in God, are, they, are, they are crazy. Allow me to use the word mad. They are mad. Without God, he does do crazy things. Where do murders come from? Rapists. Lies. Deception. See, when you see someone telling lies, that person is scary. I said to somebody once, I said, I'm not disappointed in you. I'm scared of you. She was shocked to her socks. She thought I was hurt. I said, I don't have those hormones of hurt and I'm feeling and I'm depressed. 
I'm, I said, you are frightened. I said, I said you frightened me. Because of your lies and your deception. I'm scared because when I see a liar, I see Satan. Yeah. I said, the only effect you've had on me is that you frightened me. To my socks. My socks was frightened. The last one. The mistake. Last one for today. The mistake of not asking for forgiveness. Oh, Matthew 6, 12. He said, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. You have to ask for forgiveness. Always pray for forgiveness. Forgiveness of sins. Known sins and unknown sins. If you put a secret, record on me. Record on me. And I finish preaching. The first thing you will hear is, Father, forgive me for anything I've said that I shouldn't have said. It will be the first thing you will hear. First. That's why it's not good to follow a pastor when he's finished preaching. When you see him going out, you think he's a big man. He wants to go and chill. No, he wants to go and ask God for mercy. Before you, before you come with your praises. The message was powerful. It was, you know, we were so blessed. I mean, today I've changed after today. My life. Stop. God's standards are different from your standards. Yeah. So he, he needs to sort some things out with God before you come with your praises. And your things. Today's message was really for me. Oh, Bishop, it was so I was the only person in the room. <laughs> You need to know that there are sins. There are sins. And there are sins that you can... It's not just... It's not just the sins we think about. Because you've never fornicated before, so you think you are, you are the purest of the pure. Some of those people are the worst. Yeah, some of those people are the worst. Because they are perfect and pure in their eyes. They don't even know that God has rejected them. I'm about about to read a passage. When I was reading it, the first time I read that, not the first time, but I was reading it some time ago. I was looking for some problems. Because the passage starts with six things the Lord hates. Yea, seven. And I was looking for some things. They are not there. The things I was looking for were not there. Proverbs 6. Yes, these six things doth the Lord hate. Yea, seven, an abomination unto him. Do you want to know what it is? Number one, a proud look. A proud look. You say you have no sins, you don't don't want to pray. Some of us are full of pride. No one can correct us. No one can talk to us. No one can advise us. No, I mean, it's like we are set. It's called pride. Pride, pride without a cause. They are even more complex. So, as people become proud because they are rich, 
Some of people become proud because they are old. It's like I've seen life, so you can't change me, you can't talk to me. People become proud because they are very educated to the highest of the high. So you see somebody, the person has none of these. You're not rich, you're not highly educated, you're not old. It's called idiopathic pride. Proud, pride without a cause. There's no, there, there's no reason. There, you don't have a reason to be proud. You live in a council flat, two bedroom with seven others. disrespect but perhaps you've just rolled off the house the sofa in the house your dad had a visitor till late at night yesterday you were so mad because the visitor wasn't going so you go and sleep <laughs> and then when you come out of the house you are pissed like as though you're a queen this is what god has in like a proud look something too you think too highly of yourself then number two a lying tongue. Lies. Lies. Lying. When it's difficult for you to admit to the truth. Lying. Deceiving. Lying is deceiving. Deception. Never saying it as it is. Always, you know, dodgy. You are like that. We can't, we can't track you. You say you are going this very You are here. Then you are, you know, your speeches don't add up. Three, hands that shed innocent blood. I think that is clear. Verse 18. <laughs> A heart that devises wicked imaginations. That's number four, isn't it? Are you looking for the things that has been making you look down on somebody? Yeah. Look for it and see when you find When you find it, tell me. When you find it, tell me that you have found the things that make you feel better than somebody else. Meanwhile, you are here. I'm sure you were number one or number two. You thought, you thought that was not a problem. Yeah. Feet that be swift in running to mischief. We'll be in, in the house. We're all in the house. You disappear from the house. Next thing we hear, you're going to shoot somebody. You're going to do something bad. You've run off with, you've run off with some crazy gang. We thought you were in school. You are not in school. You've gone somewhere to watch a movie. Running into mischief. With friends in places. One guy, one guy, when his father calls him, then he'll say, I'll call you, hello, I'll call you back, daddy. I'm in the library. Daddy, I'm in the library. I'll call you back. I'll call you back. He kept doing it. Then one day his father traveled to come and visit him, come and visit him in the school. When he got to the school, he said, oh, I want to see. They told him that the last time we saw him, was the day you dropped him off. We've not seen him again. Hello, daddy. I'm in the library. I'm in the library. I'll call you back. I'll call you back. I'm in the library. I'm in the library. I'll call you back. 
I'm in the library. I call you. That's how we as a church, that's why we do surprise visits. We don't always arrange to visit. We come. We've arrived. Hello, Daddy. Have, have, you seen, have you seen that clip on, I think it was on Facebook, of that boy walking on a beach with his friends? And then he got a call from, I think, his mom or someone. That his friends just lifted up a black, a black sheet. And then they had a pillow. That he put inside on it. was a FaceTime call. So he put his side on it. It was, he was in bed. They said, I'm not well. And he was standing on the beach. When you, when you see the dark background, you can't imagine he's on a beach. It's like he's on his room. He's lying down. It's like he can't talk. He's dying. Meanwhile, he's wearing shorts and sunglasses on the beach. I'm showing you what God hates. We've been thinking about other things. Satan has has arrested your mind. You've been confessing your one sin you committed in the year 2000. You've been confessing. It's like like you are the worst sinner of the world. Because you haven't read your Bible. You see, this this is what God hates. They are walking around as as though they they are the purest of the pure. Wicked, wicked people. Wicked imaginations. Verse 19. A false witness. That speaketh lies. And he that soweth discord among brethren. The people say that this one is this one's friend. Then tells a story. And then there are no more friends. Do as the person you should mark. I think this is the seventh one. What's verse 20? Yeah, that's his finish. It's 19. Did you see any of your big five? Your thing that you have been looking for that it disturbs you so much that somebody has done. So they are, they are, the, they are the sinners. Like, these are the sinners. I'm better. Take me back to verse 16. Six things that God, the Lord, hates. Yay! Seven. Abomination. It's an abomination. Then number one is what? A proud look. A proud look. A proud look. Sit down so we can close. And you say you don't have to ask God for forgiveness. You say you are better than because because you are you are you are what? You're a virgin. You haven't seen virgins in hell. Don't take me to Matthew 25. I'll show you foolish virgins, foolish ones, foolish. A virgin that is a fool. Idiotic virgins. Idiotic. Non-spiritual virgins. Carnal virgins. They are there. Five of them. They were twerps. But they were virgins. Twerp. Thick. Stubborn. Stubborn. But they were virgins. And they thought all that there is in this life is I'm a virgin. Stubborn. Stubborn girls. When you have virgins, a girl. 
<laughs> Why did you think that ten virgins were men? They were girls. They were girls. That's the end of life. No. There is more. Look, get God's measuring scale and look at the units of measurement. Then you understand God. You see pride, lying tongue, wickedness, deceivers, sowers of discord. These, These are the things he hates. At least these are seven of them. He said there's nothing to pray about. He said, Jesus said to us, when you pray, ask for forgiveness. Say, Lord, forgive me as I also forgive those who trespass. I mean, God knows that. God knows your, 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 what you are made of. He knows you will sin. You must ask for forgiveness. When you don't ask for forgiveness, it means you don't. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. It's actually a mistake. I am very sure at the end of this service that I'll pray for God to forgive me. I'm, I'm telling you for free. Tell you for free. So you don't have to be angry at me if I've offended you. You'll be there, you're squeezing your face, but God has forgiven because I'll, I'm going to ask him. You should also forgive me very quickly. Very quickly. Because I, th- I don't think I am Superman and I've preached a sin-free message. Bible says that in the multitude of words, thou wanteth not sin. Do you understand? It means that when you talk a lot, sin is not scarce. You easily find when you put your hands in it like this, lucky dip, you are likely to come out with sin. Those of you who talk a lot and chat a lot, always pray after your conversations. So pastors, that's why pastors have to pray. Because we talk a lot. Look, I've been talking. How can I talk? How can I be perfect? By all means, I've made a mistake somewhere. By all means, by all means, I have made a mistake. So when I offend you, forgive me. Don't, don't, don't go and say, Father, do something to him. No. He won't do anything to me. He will forgive me. Father, teach him some lessons. No, 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 no. Some of the people you are holding things against, they have repented. And you are there suffering. They have repented. They repented a long time ago. You are there suffering. They are not even thinking about you. Someone said to me once that, he said, you, you, we shouldn't follow you. When we see you upset with someone, before we realize you've even forgotten. Because sometimes I'll be asking, "Ah, what did the person do? What's the problem? What's the problem? So when I finish talking, that says it's, it's over. So now I will see people sending me messages. Bishop, sorry for this. They, it's like, I, have you seen itemized bill before? <laughs> They've itemized their sins. And I'll be sitting somewhere eating sweet potatoes and chicken. And as I'm, I'm wondering, what's this person talking about? When I have read the scripture, say, if God were to mark our iniquities. Well, then me, I should have an itemized list of people's sins. I don't have such list. 
That's not have such list. There's no such list. And you should also not have a list of people who have done things against you that you are, wait, you are waiting to resolve. You are waiting for a chance to sort them out. I will sort you out. I will sort, sort you out. No. No. Someone sent me one of those itemized ones. I just replied and said, all is forgiven. I don't even know what you are talking about. In the first, I don't even know what you are talking about. But all is forgiven. When you pray, ask for forgiveness. Ask for forgiveness. Ask for God to forgive you. Don't continue in sins and mistakes. Or don't, not if you don't continue in it. Don't assume. The problem is that there is an assumption that there is no sin to forgive because you have not fornicated. You have not committed adultery. You don't watch pornography. You don't masturbate. Uh, you don't do what? Uh, you don't drink. The big, uh, you don't smoke. The big five. Yeah. But when I had my question, I read, I said, ah, but God, where is, the, where is the leopard? Where is the hippo? Where is the rhino? Where is the lion? Where is the elephant? I couldn't find them in the list. He had other things he hates. He said, these are, I hate, it's not as though he approves of the other, but said, these ones, I hate these ones. But we don't count those ones. Proud girl, you see, but she thinks she's the coolest. Proud, 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 unbend, un, unbendable, non-yielding. That is pride. Won't give in, won't give up. It's sad to say that God hates you, according to the scripture. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> yeah. And you should thank God that you discovered here on earth before you, you met him in heaven. And started telling him that, you know, a guy t- tried to touch my thigh and I slapped his hand. A guy tried to send me a text of, uh, I should do this. And I told him that, uh, go and be- perish in hell. And then he'll be looking at you. One tried to tell you, he said, you told, you told him, GBS, get behind me, Satan. GBS. And then the angel will tell you that, you know what? You're in the wrong place. You see, you see, that is where your pride will come. What do you mean I'm in the wrong place? I belong here. Do you know me? Ah, 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 that is it. There we go, there we go. You are, you, are, you are too sure of yourself. Too sure of yourself. That's the problem. You are too sure of yourself. Too sure of yourself. Too sure. Don't be too sure of yourself. Don't be too sure. Relax. And allow God to lead you. Relax. You know one of the amazing passages? I don't think I've understood it. But I think it's in John 21. And Jesus said that when you were young, you went everywhere. And now that you are old, somebody will take you by the hand. You don't want me to hold your hand. Somebody will take you. Oh, when, when I'm talking, do you people listen? Yes. So somebody will hold your hand. And will take you. So, so someone will take your hand and take you and take you where? Where he wants to take you. You'll be led. It's amazing that like when you are old, somebody will take you and lead you. Is it when you see maturity, a Christian that is maturing? Maturing, he follows. He follows. 
a, mat- a maturing Christian always has someone that he points at. This is my father. This is my father. In the secular world, they call it mentor. Say, this I'm following. I'm following someone. When you are old, somebody is saying, "Come." When you are when you are young, that's when you are frisky, and you do what you want to do. That's a Christian teenager. You are not matured. That's an that's an immature Christian. You go where you want, but when you grow up and you mature, you become stable. You see, you say you are stable. You'll be told what to do. You'll be told when to fast and when not to fast. You'll be told. You'll be told what song to sing. You'll be told what to preach. You will be told what to preach. And it's not the problem. You'll not ask questions like, can I not be led by the Spirit? Yeah. You'll be told what to preach. You'll be told things to do. That's, that's a mature person. You'll be told. You'll be told, don't marry this one. Marry this one. That's a mature person. Yeah, that's a mature person. You'll be told you are wrong. <laughs> and you will say thank you. And you will say thank you. Is that what he's saying? He's saying, when thou shalt be old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hands, and another shall get thee and carry thee whither thou wouldest not. You'll be carried around. You'll be taken around when you are old. Yes. It places that you won't choose, but that's good for you. You'll be led there. You'll be led there. I think we should, we have to pause somewhere. So let's pause. It's not the end. We are just taking a break. A one week break till we meet again. Okay. Yes. So stand to your feet and let's thank God. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray for ourselves and ask God for his mercy, for forgiveness, to help us, thanking him for the message today. Let's pray. We're just praying. Let's pray. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank God. Bless his name. Bless his name. Thank him. Thank him. Everybody praying from the back to the front. Praying. Pray for yourself. The pastor is also praying for himself. You should also pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray to him. Pray for mercy. Pray for mercy. Pray for mercy. Pray for forgiveness. Pray for help. Pray for help. Pray. Pray to him. Thanking him for today's message. Thanking him for what you have heard. Thanking him for instructions that has come to you. Thanking him. Asking him for help. For help, because he will help you. He will help you. He can help you. He can help you. God can help you in every situation, in every circumstance. God can help. He will help. And he would like to help. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We thank you for today. We thank you for speaking to us, Lord. Thank you for speaking to us. 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 Thank you for speaking to us, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. My Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Thank you and bless your precious name. Thank you. We thank you. We thank you that you spoke to us. That you came to us. That you taught us. That you directed us. You instructed us. Thank you, Lord. Forgive our mistakes, Lord. Forgive our sins, oh God. Forgive our ignorance, Lord. Forgive our stubbornness, Lord. Forgive us. Show mercy on us, Lord. Show mercy on us, Lord. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your help. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed, I want to say a special prayer for you. If you are here this afternoon, it's a very special time. I want every head bowed, every eye closed. I want to pray with you. Maybe someone invited you to church today for the first time. Or probably you've, you have been coming to church, but deep in your heart, you feel far from God. You don't have a real relationship with God. And today you want to say, that, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to surrender my life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. Pastor, please pray with me. I want my sins to be forgiven and my sins to be washed away. Today could be your first time, your second, third, fourth. You could have been around, but you know deep in your heart that your relationship with God is not real, it's not strong, perhaps it's non-existent. You want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. If you're here like that, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, I want to just lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you very quickly. Just your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. God bless you. God bless you. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. God bless you. I can see those hands there. You also want to join. Say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I know I need him. I know I need him. Today is my day. It's my day of salvation. I can't go away without accepting Jesus and receiving the forgiveness of my mistakes. I want to have a real relationship with God. Just your right hand. Just join us. Just your right hand. You are not alone. Just your right hand. Pastor, please pray with me. God bless you. I can see those hands up. If you have your hand up, I want to do one more thing. I want you to come out of your seat and come to me right here in the front. Come. Come to me. Come. You lift up your hand. Come. From wherever you are. Come. Maybe you didn't lift up your hand, but you you are about to receive the prayer. You can still join us. You can still join us. Come. Come out of your seats. Come all the way. Come all the way. Come, it's Jesus that is drawing you. Come. Come. Yes. 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 Keep coming if you are coming. Come. Just as I am. Yes, Lord. Anybody else you want to give your life to Jesus? Today is your day. Come. Don't be shy. Don't feel shy. There's nothing to be shy about. You are choosing life over death. We are singing one more time. Just waiting for you. You want to give your life to Jesus? Just come. Just sing it one more time. Just as I am. Just as I am. God bless you. It's a blessing to come to Jesus. It's a blessing to come to Him.
this prayer with me those of you in front the whole church join us as we make this prayer before we pray i wanted to ask your neighbor do you want me to walk with you to the front you know you've walked with people to bad places bad parties clubs houses you shouldn't have gone why can't you walk with someone to the cross for forgiveness of sins so ask the person by you. Perhaps the person just needs someone. You just need someone to shepherd you, you know, to be with you. If they are willing, come right now. We are about to pray. Come with, come with the person who is not sure of salvation. They are not born again. Come with them right now. Come. Come very quickly. Come. 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 And stand with them. Don't leave them. Stand with them. Stand with them. Jesus stood with us in our shame and in our sins. Come, come all the way. Come, come. You need Jesus. Come, come with your friend. Come, they will never forget the day you walk with them to the cross. They will never forget it. Never, ever, never, ever, never, ever, never, ever, never, ever, never, never, never. Now look behind you, perhaps the person behind you, not by your side, but behind you. If they've turned, wait for them to come back and tell them, look, I am your friend. You cannot go to hell. Heaven is for you. Tell them, especially the guys. Guys usually feel cool at this time. Tell the guys that you know what? It's not a joke anymore. It's not a joke anymore. It's time to give your life to Jesus. Make sure everybody around you is saved. Make sure the brother that is looking cool and feeling cool knows Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Have you asked all brothers around you whether they are saved? Brothers, brothers, a brother. Make sure, make sure they are saved. If they are not sure, tell them that you know what? We've got to do it today. Today is the day. Today is the day for salvation. For salvation. For salvation. Should we wait? I'm giving you 30 more seconds. Just as I am. Just as I am with I don't know what will happen to you when you leave this place. That is why I'm waiting. That's why I'm waiting for you. Salvation is important. Yes, Lord. And that thou bids me come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come. Let's bow our heads and pray. I want those of you in front say this prayer with me. Church, help us as we make this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for Jesus Christ who died on the cross for my sins and rose up on the third day. Say, Lord Jesus, say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Say, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Please forgive me of every sin I have committed say thank you father for accepting me today and for making me a child of yours in Jesus name 
in Jesus name Amen Amen, Amen. Clap for these wonderful brethren We have some gifts for you God bless you God bless you God bless you Oh keep clapping for them They are saved They are born again Oh clap for them Give them mighty 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 hand clap Let me pray for you Father I pray for all these wonderful souls May they be established in your house And may they be established in your kingdom In Jesus name Amen Amen. God bless you Want to receive the communion You may go back to your seats God bless you That's it It's as simple as that Communion Brothers, sisters Brothers, sisters We are one And our lives have just begun In the spirit We are young And we'll live forever Sons of God Hear his holy word Gather round The table of the Lord his body, drink his blood, and we'll sing a song of love. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Shout together to the Lord who has promised our reward. Happiness a hundredfold. Sons of God, hear his holy word, gather round the table of the Lord, eat his body, drink his blood, and we'll sing a song of love, alleluia, 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 brothers, sisters, we are one. Spirit, we are young and will live forever. Sons of God, hear his holy word. Gather round the table of the Lord. Eat his body, drink his blood, and we'll sing a song of love. Alleluia, 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 alleluia. To thank God, just 60 seconds. Just thank God for this communion you're about to receive. Thank Him for the change it will cause in your life. And mention, mention what you need this communion to solve and resolve in your life today. Mention it to as you thank Him, as you thank Him for this chance and this opportunity. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. What a blessing! What a good blessing. What a great chance, Lord, to be healed, to be saved, to be delivered, to be set free, Lord. What a blessing, Lord. What a blessing, Lord. What a blessing of preservation, Lord, that you may preserve us, Lord, that you may keep us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, for every cup in our hands and every bread in our hands, we declare this is the blood of Jesus 
am the body of Jesus Lord may it be sanctified and may it bring the power of healing and the power of deliverance and the power of liberating us Lord from every curse and every bondage Lord whatever oh God has stood in our way we remove it today in the name of Jesus any condition any heaviness any confusion that is attached to any life here I remove it in the name of Jesus let sicknesses be healed let sicknesses be healed let sicknesses be healed let every disease be taken away Lord let every recurring health problem be terminated in the name of Jesus Father I declare every negative report every negative report shall be turned into a good report Lord thank you for your blessing and thank you for your healing Father before we eat and we drink may we drink may it be peace may it be peace in our lives peace in every aspect of our lives peace Lord at the receiving of this communion may there be instant peace in our lives Lord may the battle cease may the war cease may the struggle stop Lord let there be peace Lord let there be relaxation Lord let us hear good news Lord good reports Lord blessed reports Lord reports that shall cause rejoicing Lord thank you Lord that the enemy is stopped and the hand of the enemy is stayed from off our lives Lord I declare it shall be well with us I declare it shall be well with us at the eating and the drinking of the Lord's body and his blood I declare that we drink peace we drink life we drink strength we drink peace of mind oh God we drink healing Lord and above all we drink victory your people shall be victorious your people shall be victorious in any battle they shall be victorious this week shall be a victorious week this week shall be a blessed week this week shall be a good week this week shall be a favorable week you shall be favored this week in the name of Jesus and whatever has disturbed you whatever has troubled you has been weakened today in the name of Jesus thank you father for your blessing and thank you for your healing in Jesus name the body of Christ the body of Jesus Christ eat it The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus Christ. Drink the cup of blessing. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross. Worship God thanking him. Great things have been accomplished in your life today. Great things have been accomplished. Great things have been accomplished. 
great things have been achieved. Yes, Lord. Yes, I do. I do. We're the dearest and best for a world of lost sinners was slain. Yes, Lord. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down. I'm gonna cling to that cross. I will cling to the old rugged cross. Never give up, never relented. And exchange it someday for a crown. Father, let there be the crown of victory in the lives of your people. The crown of healing in the lives of your people. The crown of anointing in the lives of your people. The crown of righteousness, oh God. We cling to the cross, Lord. And we exchange it, oh God, for victory, Lord. For healing, Lord. For deliverance, Lord. We present it, oh God, to the enemy, Lord. That the enemy may give up, Lord. Thank you for healing today. Thank you that every present evil in our lives has been removed, Lord. Every presence of disease has been taken away, oh God. Thank you, Lord, for your miracles. And thank you for the testimonies. And thank you for the deliverance. We thank you. We praise you for all that you have done. Thank you for the great things you have done this afternoon. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. And the church shall say, Amen. Let the church say, Amen. Let the church say another, Amen. Let the church say, Amen. Give the Lord a mighty hand clap and take your seats. Hallelujah. You are blessed because you said amen. You are saved because you said amen. You are healed because you said amen. A miracle has been delivered into your life because you said amen. Expect a good package. Every effort of yours has been multiplied ten times more. Expect ten times more. Your testimony shall be that this blessing is effortless. Your testimony shall be that I have experienced effortless blessings. It has been handed over to you. Because you said amen, you shall have it. Because you said amen, you have it. You shall forever remember the scripture that the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. Every good thing you are expecting, receive it. Every good thing you are desiring, receive it. You shall be the one who will say, when the righteous believes, God does it. Because you have believed and because you have said amen, it is yours. 
every good thing you have prayed for expect it it shall be done to you in Jesus name Amen. Shout your last amen. amen. Because you are not at the bus stop or the train station, you should feel free with the amen. Shout another amen. amen.